Hi, Ron here and welcome. We love that you've come to join us here and listen to a lot of our episodes. Please help us continue with this by supporting us through either joining the Barack Center at thebarackcenter.com or joining us at the Fringe Church at thefringechurch.com and sharing and donating through those sources. And once again, thank you for joining us today. I run here from the Fringe, um, just coming to you from my home in amongst the chaos to give you a rundown on tonight's message, which we're going to do at five o'clock at Redcliffe. Um, and it comes from spending a week kind of reflecting on last week's message. We got one of our guys, Tom, brought a wonderful message about what we put out into the world and how that affects what we get back from the world. Uh, which challenged a lot of people, this idea that you might have some responsibility in those things. And uh, it really struck me, and, and instead of, as usual, because I'm like that, instead of taking my finger off the nerve, I want to dig deeper and see why were people triggered and, and what was the thing behind it which is causing it. Because my God, I know that Jesus, I know, is good at getting to the root cause. So instead of treading slowly, let's go harder and get into this thing and try and work out what's going on here. Now, I believe one of the big things is the image of God the Father. You see, fathers are incredibly influential in our life, and God uses this example all the time. You know, uh, God is referred to as a father, God the Father, or a derivative of that term over a thousand times in the Bible. God's influences our lives in so many ways, and his influence in our lives is so important. But this term, this word, this Abba, Father idea, the Dad's influence, God tells us that this has got something. It's mentioned so many times through the Bible, there has to be something in this. A dad's influence, a dad's take on the world. So in 2 Corinthians uh, 5.20, it says, We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making an appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf be reconciled to God to Abba Father to this Father figure God as an ambassador we're meant to show this fatherly love to others God's love to others Um, but the problem gets here and this is what I think the big problem comes from is If your fatherly influence in this world was not positive, was less than perfect, how are we meant to do that? How are we meant to represent, be the ambassador of God the Father, the Abba Father, if we have never had the love which we deserved as a child growing up from our earthly father? How are we meant to do this? How are we going with that? I know I fall short. Do I represent a loving father to this world? 
the one thing I realized when looking at this is it's not something I can do alone with a background of where I've received abuse, where I should have got love from a father figure. How can I do it alone? Present this loving father to the world. But you know what? The big thing is that it's okay. We were never meant to do this alone. We are not meant to be God to the world. Say that again. We are not meant to be God to the world, but an ambassador for. An ambassador for God. We speak for the power. We do not have the power. I think what we need is to start living our lives under the right influences. We all live under the influences of something in our lives. Quite often, that can be from our past, from that father figure we had in our lives, which we, we taint our image of God with when we look at him. I, I've seen people, um, so one gentleman... I know who has a very legalistic approach and it's always you're gonna go to hell if you do this God's gonna get you if you do this and this is where I believe I believe personally this is coming from now I might be wrong but this is my belief I think this comes from an image of the abuse he had as a child the things he saw as a child which his father did has tainted the way he looks at God. He can't see God as this loving father because he sees it through the lens of the experience he's had in his life with his father. So God becomes this guy who's going to get you if you put a foot wrong because he's living under the influence of his past. Why don't we choose God's influence? God sent us. Jesus left and sent the Holy Spirit to live with us and in us. And maybe it's something we don't talk about enough at Fringe. But God's influence through the Holy Spirit, which lives in each and every one of us. You can choose to change. You choose everything. No one who I know who's living under the influence of the Holy Spirit can shut up. Honestly, if you've got someone who's living under the influence of the Holy Spirit, they're an incredible ambassador for God because the things in their life force them, cause them to speak at such incredible times and with such passion about what they've been through and what they've experienced. So is that you? So what is influencing you? What do you choose to be influenced by? Is it past experiences in your life? 
And there's that old saying, you know, don't look backwards, you're not heading in that direction. You're going to fall over something. Is it past experiences which is influencing you? Is it your earthly father and that experience? Is it substances? Is it drugs which has been influencing you? Is it social society and the things of this world which are influencing you and tainting your vision of God? Is it Facebook which is influencing you and what you do? Is it the abuse and the things you've suffered which tainted and influenced you? Well, today I want to tell you that the Holy Spirit is more powerful than any other influence. I'll give you an example. <clears throat> so there was a time, a few years back now, where, where there was an incident of road rage. I had this guy, he raced up beside me and cut me off and slammed on the brakes and got out of the car all aggressive, ready to punch on, you know. I stepped out of my car and I, I couldn't believe what came out of my mouth. This day, I had been keeping and choosing the influence of the Holy Spirit over my life and not the world and the things I've been through around me. And what came out of my mouth shocked me. This guy got out ready to go, screaming and yelling, and you know what I said? Thank you. Thank you. Stopped him dead in his tracks. What do you mean? Thank you. I'd like to thank you. Not many people care about my safety when I've done something silly on the road. To go through that, to cut me off, to pull me up, to point it to my attention. Thank you for the care and love you've shown me at this time. Because what you've done has showed me you've cared. From that simple interaction, which the words were so otherly and I don't know where they came from but they definitely weren't from the influences of this world I was able to spend oh, there was half an hour or so on the side of the road talking to this guy praying with this guy and letting that influence flow from me into him the Holy Spirit is incredible the Holy Spirit was there helping creation, help the resurrection of Christ, you know. This thing, this Holy Spirit is so powerful, why not let that influence you? Living under the influence of the Holy Spirit will give you something wonderful. Now, I'd like you to listen to this list. We are given a list in Galatians 5:19 to 26 it actually gives us two lists one of the lists is what happens when you live under the influences of your past of your traumas of your substances of all the things in life which we should not choose to live under so let me read the acts of the sinful nature are obvious sexual immorality impulsiveness debauchery idolatry witchcraft hatred discord jealousy 
fits of rage, selfish ambitions, dissension, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. It's a horrible list. And I don't care whether you're wearing thousand dollar suits have a great job fat bank account everything seems to be going well if you are living under the influence of the things in your life and that is what you're holding on to that is what you're gonna get look at that list go through it it's horrible but if you're honest with yourself <clears throat> do you see these things idolatry hatred discord jealousy fits of rage Selfish ambition, envy. When you live and you're allowed yourself to be influenced by those things. It says, I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. But, there's the second list. Listen to this. Who wouldn't want this? But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Which list would you rather be living out through? Which list would you rather have written over your life because of the influences you choose to ex you accept, you let into your life? Which influences you allow? Patience. So much better than rage. Kindness. So much better. So much beauty and wonder can come from this list. You will influence the world through these lists. And the good news is you get to choose which one of these you want. Nothing can stop the Holy Spirit. Being under the influence is a choice we need to make every single day. Every single day. Pick the list. Pick the opportunity. What is influencing you? Yes, horrible things might have happened to you. There might be horrible experiences going through your life. And that is one influence you can choose. And it is a choice. Or you can choose the Holy Spirit to influence you. You can be a slave to these things and these life experiences. Or you can have the freedom and beauty of what the Holy Spirit offers. Spirit-led living is possibly more important than ever out there in the world.
not so much in church world. Church world, you know, it doesn't really matter too much. Well, it does. There's a beauty in it. You know, being uh, speaking in tongues, going out under the Spirit, all these things are wonderful. But the world needs people to live in the Spirit out there so desperately. It is vitally important to make your mind up before the fight as well. When you wake up, which list? What is going to influence you this day? Because I can tell you one thing, once the battle starts and the bullet starts flying and that guy cuts you off in traffic or whatever it is, it's too late to make the decision then. Because who can think clearly when all that's going on? You know, the Holy Spirit is always there. It's like he's jumping around you. Can I help with that? Can I help with that? I'm here. I've got a better way. Hey, can I help? All we need to do is say yes and accept. There's one thing though, you know. Some days, we just don't want to be good. I get it. Some days, there's things inside of us well, we just don't want to be good. Where well, we want to choose that other list. When it's looking at something on the internet you shouldn't know, or, or whatever it is, some days we just don't want to be good. It's like the Holy Spirit's laid out this beautiful banquet of all this healthy, gorgeous, wonderful food and is inviting us to eat it. But we go, you know, today I think I think I want to eat out of the rubbish tin. I think I want to eat out of the bin. I want that two-week-old, half-old, moldy sandwich. That's what I think I want to eat today. And the Holy Spirit's there saying, ah, Are you sure? Are you sure? That's something that you want. Do you really want to eat that old moldy sandwich when there's this beautiful food available for you? But you know something? If you do still want to eat out of the rubbish tip, still want to eat that stuff in the bin, the good news is the Holy Spirit is really good at pumping stomachs. The Holy Spirit is really good at stomach pumps. You may eat the rubbish out of that bin. You may go for that and decide that's what you want for that day. But the Holy Spirit will have the grace and the love to pump your stomach and get that rubbish out, whatever it was you've done, whatever it is you did, whatever it is you're doing, he will pump that out and he will give you a taste of that beautiful banquet whenever you need it. We need to ask the Holy Spirit to influence us, to get us being the best ambassadors of Abba Father. The best ambassadors of God we can be. God the Father, Abba Father, chooses to love you 
and will always be there for you, no matter what your worldly dad was like. You are adopted by a new loving father. You may not have got the love you deserved growing up. You may have got abuse instead of affection. But you are loved. You are chosen. Is it time that you choose him back? That you choose that influence? Walk under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Every day, choose that. Choose freedom. And see where life will take you. But that's the message we're given tonight. We're going to have a discussion around this, and that's the key points I want to get across. We're back to normal. So uh, Sundays, 5 o'clock, 40 Portwood Street, Redcliffe, and also at Wynnum. Uh, and we have meetings on the south side in the middle of the week on a Wednesday night, still at Wynnum. Um, come and check them out. Contact myself or Mike if you want to get engaged more. Happy to help. Let us know if this message has helped you, and let us know how it goes. If you start choosing the right list, if you start choosing to live out your life under the influence of God. Not a DUI, but an LUI. Living under the influence. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode. And please, don't forget to sign up to the thebarackcenter.com or thefringechurch.com and help support us so we can reach many more. Thank you again for joining us today.